0: A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited. And of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. For the money, two, for the show, three to get and I Go, cat, go, but don't you step on my blue suede shoe. Well, you can do anything but take me over my blue suede shoe. Well, you can knock me down, step on my face, slander my name all over the place. We'll do anything that you want to do, but not, uh, honey, lay off shooting, don't you? Step on my blue suede shoes. Well, Welcome, and knock- you are listening to another episode of a Keep the Change podcast. Mikey Smith, he's on the mech today. Mate, these podcasts are becoming more and more popular with uh, with your name attached to them, so <laughs> I might just uh, let you take hear, it from there. Eh? Yeah, it's bloody good. <laughs> It's I good. think it's just
1: the fact that two people were talking, right? Yeah. Just having a conversation. Well, I hope and so. And now we've got Elvis in the studio. Yeah, what a
0: guy. <laughs> Elvis lives. We, uh, we, we've both been to see the movie. Now, for those of you who haven't been to see the movie... Turn probably, it off now. <laughs> yeah, turn this off because we're going to ruin it for you. And we just wanted to share a couple of lessons that we picked up from the movie that our brains probably see. And it would be interesting to see if other people mm. see that or if they go and just watch the movie and watch the story for what it is. Yep. Or whether they are sickos like ourselves and dissect it all and think, shit, did you, you know, pick up on this theme and yeah, could you learn something? Like,
1: I'm, just, I'm not a movie guy, but I found myself with the J-Lo thing first and now yeah. this, and I just really enjoy um, – like, I learned so much in this movie about Elvis that I had no idea about it. Yeah. And it's a cool movie because it, it's basically his life story from from where to go. Mm. Um, and shit – he went through some shit.
0: I always wonder for people who have died, like if surely people from his family would have watched that movie to make sure they were happy with what was portrayed in it because, you know, if you were still alive and you watched a movie about yourself, you'd be like, well, fuck, hang on. Like, this is too dramatic. Then what mm. actually happened? Or you know, so it must be a weird thing for families to go through. Um, but, yeah, you know, I don't actually know who's who's still sort of around from that I think it's uh, pretty
1: clear that, like... Elvis's legacy is pretty impressive Yeah And the Like he's still famous
0: (laughs) Well yeah 2022 And Like we didn't grow up with his music But He's still a big name Big enough name for you to go Like I'm gonna go and see that Yeah Partly I've become more inquisitive of people That are really talented And really successful Because I think those are the people that really They're really uh, magnetic Mm. And you know The Queen movie for instance And Elton wasn't really my thing I started watching that It seemed a bit slow I often. think
1: it's. I think it's nice to um, to, like, get some inspiration out of certain things. You know, like it's the same with the, um the Dawn Raid movie. Yeah. Like I finished watching that and I was like fired up.
0: Yeah, jacked up in the cinema. Yeah, yeah, like
1: fuck. Anyone can hustle, you know, and like get on with it, and and it's just cool. And Elvis, man, I just feel like he was just strapped in and and from and being so held back, yeah, and it like I just feel like he could have been ten times more famous mm. you know with poor management and here come all the spoilers by the way <laughs> yeah yeah um it, but it is an inspirational story right from like um basically him telling the media to get fucked, telling the politicians to get fucked he had black friends in a time when segregation was a thing mm. um, he grew up in a black community and he didn't he didn't understand why there was segregation because it was like these people are my friends. Like, yeah. th- this is where I get my musical inspiration from. Like, why do you think that they're bad? Yeah. And, you know, like that kind of stuff, just fucking so cool.
0: Interestingly, during the movie, my girlfriend said to me, with all of those scenes, she's like, what's he done wrong? Like, why? What, I don't get it. Why are they talking about sending yeah. him to jail? And even I was like, man, what a fuck time to be alive back yeah, then. Yeah,
1: so weird, eh? And it... Yeah. Um, and it was just so cool that, like, he, you know, when um, was it Nelson Mandela died in the movie?
0: Um, no, it was. We should a couple of history buffs here.
1: <laughs> yeah, whoopsie. Um,
0: uh, <laughs> oh, I can't even remember now. It'll come to me. It'll come, come to me. Yeah, Two yeah. people. Yeah, one's the um, president, it, one, and then yeah, before yeah. that, and yeah,
1: and one was a white guy and one was a black guy, right? Yeah, and he. Um, his management and stuff said, don't worry about that. That's got nothing to do with you. And he's like, this has everything to do with us. Mm. And it's cool. Like, this is just one part of the story, but he basically, um, it looks like he played a part because he was so famous. Yeah. And, and removing this shit that, that used to be around like that. Yeah. Um, And fuck, it's just, a, just a, like, that's one really cool part of the story. And the other parts of the story are really sad.
0: Interesting thing with that you know we stepped into that space and he was like I'm going to do something about this or I have to tell a story around this then you see now singers doing things I watched the Taylor Swift documentary a long time ago a couple of times actually I don't really like her listen to her music but I Mm. found that one inspirational too but similar theme in there where she wanted to stand up and speak about things that were going on same with J-Lo you know like that was what that concert was all about yeah um But yeah, then you've got these people that are like you're a musician or whatever like don't get into that space, but they're just humans at the end of the day and they've they've got feelings and thoughts too. Yeah, yeah. I I mean
1: I really like the Elvis one because it was he was like I don't get it. Mm. Like like BB King's my mate. Yeah. Like, you know. And it it's just um someone so special but so normal at heart, you know. Yeah. And um just went and took on the world and became one of the most famous Singer songwriters of all time,
0: mm. and then he's beamed a concert to 1.5 billion people or something during the uh, during the movie. I, I had a look at that. Whether it was a bit of a fact check, if was it was it accurate yeah. or not? Yeah. He
1: um. Spoiler alert. So in the movie, I mean he's got this manager right and he finds him
0: Martin Luther King Martin Luther King Sorry. there it is <laughs> yeah, came <dude>. to you <laughs> yeah
1: yeah when he died just Elvis cried you know yeah and he didn't know him personally or anything but he was just like this just isn't right yeah um, why is the world like this still you know like it mm. doesn't make sense so yeah it's really cool but um, where was I yeah the mani- the management yeah. side of um of who run Elvis obviously this guy found Elvis right when he was young yeah And I found myself just hanging on to the movie, waiting for, you know, this guy found Elvis and put him on the big stage, got him a label. Um, It looks like Elvis was the first kind of person to, and his management team were the first people to start merchandise. Yeah. You know, like they're they're like, right, we're going to do Elvis dolls, we're going to do Elvis t-shirts, we're going to do... Badges? Elvis, everything, and that you know that 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 scene when he walks into the lounge and he's like, "We've got all these badges to say I love Elvis," and then he pulls one out and it's "I hate Elvis." Yeah, and he said, "Not everyone's going to like you, but we can make money out of them."
0: Man, I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" That's some, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: you know. And um, that's genius. All of this stuff is like I I thought it was going really well, and then it and then it sort of started going downhill when this manager started making bad decisions, and Elvis. Elvis, you can tell in the movie that he could sense stuff was going wrong, but he didn't have any like business acumen and know when to shut it off completely. And he nearly tr- he tried a couple of times, yeah, and then got sucked back in. Mm. And this manager just basically, I mean, ruined his life. I reckon. I mean, it killed him. Yeah. Right. Like he ended up on these depressants. I mean. He collapsed before one of his concerts in Vegas, and the the guy said, fill him up with whatever you need to get him on stage. He's playing tonight, you know, like, and he's already drugged up to his eyeballs. Yeah. Um, and it, it killed him, 42 years old.
0: Really sad, eh? I, I think there's a really good lesson in there for people to remember, too, when you get into a relationship or a partnership, whether that be in business or, you know, you might have someone come to you and be like, oh, I might do this deal, do you want to do that? You have to accept that whatever the thing is that you're going to be working on, whether it's a relationship, like building a life together, uh, whether it's going to be a transactional, let's let's do this deal together, the longer that that goes on for that partnership, then you have to carry a piece of their baggage or... Yeah,
1: there's going to be some compromise that you have to take on no matter what. Yeah. Yep.
0: You know, and for... You know, I've got a business partner, Phil and I, he's got three kids and a wife. I don't. I'm just, you know... Um, not at that part of my life yet, but we both accept that, okay, you know, if something happens to his kid, kids, I'm like, mate, that's a priority over whatever the fuck we're doing in here, you know, and and vice versa. He'll be like, oh, mate, you're off on a bender. He's not like, fuck, mate, come on, you know, (laughs) he's like, yeah, good. So, you know, partnerships are really hard in relationships to, to, to make work, but Elvis was probably unknowingly to him having to cop part of his manager's addiction and that being gambling, yep. and he was basically using Elvis to pay his addiction, pay so for his addiction.
1: What it looks like is Elvis never had a bank account, never had mm. like a, you know, like none of this. Everything was just like the manager will sort it, buy me a new car, buy me a new house, blah blah blah, and it was just on. Like he just—it looks like he got fed enough to keep him happy, and and he was obviously wealthy at one point. Yeah. Um. But this manager was just funneling the rest of the funds through the casinos, eh? And he yeah. had a real bad gambling problem. And you know, at the end, when Elvis is wanting to go to Japan and Europe and stuff, and they're saying that these other guys are saying we'll give you a million dollars to go sell at a stadium, yeah. which is huge back then. You know, a million dollars. Um. And and this manager is like nah we're staying in Vegas because little little did Elvis know is because he's been given a line of credit at a casino so he has to get locked up there for five years yeah you know and he could have been worldwide he had his own plane and shit but he's all he's doing is flying from Texas to fucking <laughs> Memphis to um, Vegas and yeah, doing sickening. concerts yeah it did it made me sick eh because it's just like you you just you just put someone in a straight jacket that could have been even bigger mm. Um. But like we were saying off air just before, now you can see that his legacy's lived on regardless, even though he didn't know. Yeah, He doesn't know that it did.
0: There's that saying, eh, that not everybody that's trying to help you has your best interests at heart. Mm. And Elvis would have thought that his manager was trying to help him, and he believed that. Mm. But really, he was probably, his manager was really looking after his his own best interests and not those of Elvis, which is...
1: It's an interesting story how he sort of, you know got famous and then his mum got on the booze and died and then dad was a bit useless he'd been in jail when he was younger and it was kind of like his manager became his father figure and it was the even though he sensed that it was that's a lot of the stuff was wrong you could see that he sensed it he he still just was like I just have to trust it because he's like my dad Mm. and he just kept making like these little mistakes like he'd get so close to getting out of it and then he'd be like, nah, we'll do another one, do another one, and, and he just got fucked up by it.
0: Yeah. Um I've had the odd person ask me where they will say, Oh, I just feel like I've outgrown my friends and things like that. And I think if you get to a point in your life where you notice yourself thinking like that, then you've got to then go and find some other people that are potentially your running mates. Mm. Um and it's loosely similar similar to this where you've got to be careful the people you surround yourself with. Mm. And and he was mega talented, literally once in a generation mm. type person, and maybe with a different running mate, we would have seen a completely different trajectory for sure of his career. Yeah, yeah. So we all have to be careful with who we allocate our um, or delegate our finances to, and all of those things, because he was so deep into working into his passion, and that was fulfilling him, which was making everybody else rich. Mm. But he was becoming poorer in energy and, and actual money as well and in yeah, well, knowledge that, of what he could have – of actually fulfilling his potential.
1: Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's crazy, eh? You know, like when he decided to finally pull the trigger and tell this manager to get fucked, he got an $8 million bill. Yeah. He said he owed the, cut the Elvis Enterprises, which he didn't own, that money. You know, like that shit's just fucking not
0: on. <laughs> 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 Made me angry. Tess said to me, she's like, why did no one – intervene and stick up for him.
1: Well, you could kind of see those guys from the other record company coming in and trying, but it yeah. must have just been so locked up, mm. and it looks like it, it, no matter how locked up it was, you could see that, um, like, a part of Elvis was sort of broken, and, and he kept trusting. Yeah. You know, the, emotion, the the emotional part of it, stepping into his business decisions, really stopped it from, um, mm. you know, spreading his wings and, and really going for it, but... Yeah, I mean, sad story, but fuck, I mean, look at him now. Like, I know he's dead, but like you said, he's, um, was it Priscilla?
0: Yeah, that was his wife. So his you, did some, you did some yeah. research afterwards. Yeah, well, because I, I went to America, and I went to Memphis, and so the big attraction going to Memphis was sort of on that day, the tour was like, hey, you guys can come and go for a look through Graceland, and I'm like, who's she? Um, <laughs> you know? And and it, and it was Elvis's house and stuff, and I'm like, fuck, I don't really listen to that bloke, okay, so nah, I'm just... Yeah, I'll I'll pass on that one. Opportunity missed, mate. Yeah, now I'm like, fuck, man. Like, I was so dumb. I just went over there and got on the piss for the whole month instead of actually... (laughs) Going to see
1: some true iconic history. Yes.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. So I went to Beale Street, and I got on the piss in Beale Street for the night, and I've got this video on my phone somewhere where these dudes are, um, are jumping us in the street, and I've captioned it like, just got jumped in Beale Street. But literally, I'm lying on the ground with my mate who I traveled with, and then there was a few other people and these dudes are doing a fucking flip over us and I was on the end from oh, the, wow. the other end of where they're jumping from and I'm filming it on Snapchat <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, instead of <laughs> instead of going to Graceland, that's what oh, I was doing. mate. Um, but Beale Street was just this, yeah, this this kind of street of entertainment and the the police kind of block off one end and there's a cop car and I'm sort of thinking, is this like a dangerous space? And then you go into these bars and there's live music and stuff. But when we were there, we were I, – I always mix up New Orleans and Memphis in my head. But in one of those places, we went into this bar, and it was me, my mate, Kiwi fellow who's white boy, and then a couple of lads from Australia. And it was just us in this bar, and we were pretty early. Like, it might have been three or four in the Arvo. And then down the end – I don't know if you're allowed to call people black anymore, if people get offended by that, but I'm not trying to be offensive. But colored people – like, whatever, Um, this dude rolls over to us, and we'd only just got this drink, and it was um, Bacardi and Coke, and they pour, like, here, you know, we pour 20% Bacardi, 80% Coke, over there, they pour 80% Bacardi, 20% Coke, (laughs) and this dude rolls over, and I'm at the bar, and the lads are back at the seat, and I've just ordered us another round, and we're, like, fucking just chilling through the first ones, (laughs) and this guy's, like, mate, like, where are you from? And I was, like, oh, mate, we're here from New Zealand. And he just looked at me just like, he had no idea where New Zealand was. No. And I was like, oh, like it's um, close to Australia. <laughs> and he's just like, wherever you're from, you, sh- you probably want to get the fuck out of here. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. I was like, oh, um, why, uh, what, why is that? And I was like, fuck, Luke, why are you asking why? But I was inquisitive. <laughs> and he, he just said, this is not a place for people like you to be hanging around and I was like, oh, okay, um, fuck, like, should we finish these drinks? And I was like, don't ask him that. <laughs> so <laughs> don't I, was it like, go. I was like, I don't, he's either giving me a heads up, trying to be a nice guy, or he, I, I don't know. But at this stage, I'm like, I don't even need to figure this out. So I get these drinks, take them back, and the was like, oh, cheers, bro. And I'm like, lads, we need to get the fuck out of here. And they're <laughs> like, why? And I'm like, well, you, I think you guys just missed all of that, but that bloke just came over and said that we need to get the fuck out of here real quick. <laughs> and so I think what we'd done is we'd rolled into this, um like coloured bar or bar where they you know mostly go and we've just rolled in like innocently, no idea. Mm. But I don't think like we weren't not allowed in there. But it was just one of those bizarre moments where you're travelling through a country, you've got no idea
1: Finding out about new new ways culture works.
0: Bingo, you know, and they're not being offensive to me in my eyes I'm like I'm not offended they're probably just like bro this is our patch like get out of here it'd probably be the same as me rolling into a mongrel mob bar for instance and they are be like what the fuck are you doing in here mate like get out I'll be like oh okay can I have been here um and so I was like boys we, we just got to ban these and get the fuck out of here <laughs> and so that's what we did and we carried on uh, through through Beale Street I'd but- say
1: that experience is probably worse off than going to Elvis's house
0: yeah, yeah. I probably should have <laughs> paid the money back. and gone. Yeah. Should
1: have gone on the tour of Elvis's so house. So. Everyone
0: came back and was like, oh shit, you know what? Like, we went to Grayson, it was amazing. And then I'm like telling the tour guide, oh, this is what we happened. He's like, oh yeah, shit, sorry about that, mate. Like, that, you know, that, uh, don't worry. But I'm like, no, hang on, that's probably what these people felt like over time, right? Where people were, white people were treating them like shit or saying, like, get the fuck out of here and you can't be in here. And I'm like, yeah. oh, this is what it, f- like, they must feel like. And the stories that you read where there's discrimination and stuff like that. Yeah, that's why I
1: really like the Elvis thing, eh? Because he was just like, didn't understand any of it. And he's like, we're all just people, let's roll.
0: Yeah, and that's often what I come back to. So then it's really hard for me to understand, like, when people get divided over different Mm. things and and become racist and stuff. And, you know, there's a risk that I've sounded racist through trying to even tell that story because I just don't know how that stuff works properly. But, um, so Graceland, mate. So what I then discovered is that you pay to go on a tour. And that's how they make their cash. They've turned it into a business which is pretty cool because what I thought was really sad in the movie was that when he told Priscilla at one stage before getting on a plane to go somewhere, he was like, oh, um, I've, 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 I'm going to be 40 soon and I've, I haven't left anything. We've
1: got nothing for you, yeah, we've left you nothing, yeah. Yeah, and so I... he thinks he's down and out and he's he's still going to work every day. Yeah. And he's like, fuck, there is nothing to show for any of this.
0: And I was, uh, I'd finished my Cuckoo's and Cream Choc Top ice cream by this stage and I was like, shit, I might have to get the sous from that and bloody rub it around <laughs> the eyes at this stage. And I was like, fuck, man, this poor dude. But, you know, it's... Um, Interest, yeah, it'd be interesting for him to look back down at that and go and look at the world now and go like, "Fuck!" Look at the legacy that I've left. Mm. And what ended up happening, I think, loosely, is that Graceland got opened up for the general public to be able to go and look at, and they turned it into effectively like a museum, so people can share in his history. And I, there's hundreds of thousands of people go through it each year, and they sold that as a, well, sold part of that as a business to, I think, another record label or something, and then. Lisa Marie, the daughter's kept at fifteen percent, I think, and is on the board of that record label, and it was like a hundred million dollar deal. So, but also, mate, every year since he's died, there's a like a, an annual kind of celebration of his life.
1: Oh man, think it, about all the people that um that copy Elvis and travel the world and sing as a as yeah. a copy of him. Like the the industry and legacy left behind is fucking insane. Mm. You know, like it's. Madness!
0: This and this annual event is getting bigger and bigger. It's so crazy, like, eh? The longer it goes from him dying, so I think the there might have been the fortieth anniversary since his death. Like fifty thousand people turned up to this event. I'm like, that's fucking bigger than you All
1: know, Black y- Eden Park. Yes, <laughs> yeah.
0: you know. And he died in nineteen seventy something, maybe. Yeah, yeah before two years old. Yeah,
1: crazy, eh?
0: Yeah, really, really cool. But cool story, mate. I think, yeah. I inter- don't, I, I think we should, like everyone should go and watch it. And yeah. just
1: see what you pull out of it because there's a lot of moving parts. Um, nearly three hours long. It is really long, mm. um, and it, like I'm guilty of anything over an hour fifty, I'd normally fall asleep, but I stayed awake.
0: Same. I didn't even feel like it was that long. Like no, I checked my I phone actually, at one stage. I was
1: actually stuck to it because I found myself wanting the next piece of information about his life. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, it was it was very good.
0: I checked my phone at the hour mark. I wanted to see. It was like an hour was gone. I thought, wow, that's blitz by and I thought there's still another hour and a bit to go of like an hour and a half I think to go and and it the second hour went really quick I think the the cool thing too is that it was uh, another deal a person chasing their dreams and he was big on having dreams and chasing dreams and that's what I love about those sorts of movies is talented people going after their thing whatever that is whether it be acting singing dancing Um, rugby, whatever your thing is, your craft, like just fucking honing that and Mm. owning it and then using that to improve your life, but hopefully not having too many people attach on and leech to you as you go.
1: Yeah, I think surely, I mean, I know it still happens, but um, there's enough stories around now like the oldest one and and other, like the Beatles had some really bad management at some point. um, Yeah, Dawn Raid. Yeah, dawn raid. I think like, they yeah. yeah, so you know, like there's enough stories around now that we should learn from this. Mm. And if you are in something that's that's gonna, you know, if you're that talented and that special and you are capable of living that kind of life and leaving a legacy like that, get your finances right. Yeah, get the right people involved. Just ask. Yeah, it's a <laughs> you good know, point, like get get a second opinion and you know get someone else to look over it and make sure it's right because. A common, common theme is, like, these super special ones. They don't know how the fucking tax system works. They don't have time to. Yeah, they're they're honing their craft.
0: They're honing what they love.
1: Like, J-Lo doing 16-hour days to get the stadium ready for fucking thing. Like, Mm. you need someone else that's really specialised to look after that, and you have to be able to trust them. Yeah. So having a second set of um, eyes look over that stuff and make sure you're set up correctly is so important.
0: Hell of a movie, mate. Probably be one that I reckon will go through waves, where in 10 years' time it'll become... Fashionable again, I reckon his music will go, you know, to another level. Yeah, now I'd that, say
1: people will start listening to it again once they see it, you know, and they'll look up and be like, "Oh, that Elvis sings this song," and you know, yeah,
0: I, yeah. Even uh, I think my parents' wedding song is is one of his songs as well. So, yeah, there was a a, a very a number of things to take out of that. I'm off to Vegas next year, Ooh. and it's maybe want to go to the international. Yeah, or if I see that, I'm gonna be like, "Oh shit!" You know, that's where um go check it out. Yeah, that's where uh, Elvis got... Uh, Ruined. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was fucking tied to and kept inside too yeah. for, for how many bloody I wonder years. if they've
1: got his room on display. They probably do. Mm. His big grand piano and stuff. But yeah, nah. Crazy story. Recommend going to watch it. Um, even though we're providing spoiler alerts here, it's nothing compared to what you get to learn from it.
0: Yeah. Go and check out the whole thing. All right, that's J-Lo done and Elvis, mate. There was a lot of good feedback about the J-Lo, yep.
1: The j one is the one that I got the most messages and emails and things yeah. about. Yeah, they loved it.
0: A couple of blokes talking about a killer a killer woman out there, so <laughs> really good. Oh, well, draw inspiration from these people. I think that's the you know, that's the, that's the thing that I like doing is trying to, like winners win, right? So just studying winners and figuring out, yep. and just taking a piece from each of their journeys. 100%. Well, you can do anything but the help of my swears you. you well it's blue 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 suede shoes blue 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 suede shoes yeah blue 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 suede shoes baby blue 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 suede shoes well you can do anything the but they home for my blue suede shoes